Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. The driver's seat. Stevie Johnson's The driver's seat. It's McLaren and Ricardo that win the Italian Grand Prix. Start the celebrations for McLaren. The driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. And welcome to the driver's seat, wherever you're listening around the country. And I can tell you right now, we are pumped, aren't we, boys? Because it is race week and I believe you boys are Darwin bound as well. We are, mate. Grab the flip-flops, grab the uh, tropical Hawaiian shirt, the fishing rod and the bucket hat, the Okanui's. We are headed north. (laughs) I mean, we're already up north as we speak, but uh, we're going to jump on the Freedom Bird tomorrow uh, tomorrow morning. And we're, um, thanks to Virgin Australia, we're going to shoot up to the top end. Oh, thanks Crocodiles. To, well done. Neck lizards. Got to, got to get that Virgin plug in there. Um, course, but uh, look, someone else that is already up at the top end and will be there is been in the news because he will also be on the grid. And no, we're not talking about Stephen Johnson at uh, Bathurst. We will get to that a little bit later on. But <laughs> we have to welcome our first guest. He's our feature interview. Thanks to Ryko Felters, asking mechanic for Ryko Felters, professional's choice. He might have done a bit of things at the mountain. In fact, here's a snippet of it. Craig Lowndes wins the 1996 AMP Bathurst 1000. And surprise, surprise, the crew are ecstatic. Ten years in the waiting. Lowndes and Windcup do it. That is an incredible job. Craig Lowndes, with one corner to go, is about to become a seven-time winner at Mount Panorama. Congratulations, Craig Lowndes. Yes, he certainly is a Bathurst legend. Please welcome back to the driver's seat. He will be back in car triple eight this October at the mountain. The one and only Craig Lowndes. <laughs> Good afternoon, guys. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> He's done a few things, ladies and gentlemen. He has won a few things up there. And uh, Lounsey, welcome back. We're going to have another run around the mountain this year with the, uh, the super cheap car. Um, it's been... I mean, yeah, last year with uh, Russell Ingle, Ringle, the love muscle. Um, would you prefer main game co-driver's seat or main game seat or like beside Jamie and, and – uh, or not Jamie, I shouldn't say that, SVG and, and Brock? Or are you happy to be sitting in the wild card with young Declan? Uh, well, to be honest, I think I'm just happy to get to Bathurst full stop. <laughs> There's no doubt that um, anytime you get an opportunity to get your backside in a race car and a supercar around Bathurst is always a uh, uh, a great honour. And, and uh, you know, for me, it sort of it was one of those sort of strange things that you know, of course, when the end of last year when Jamie retired, then you sort of do the calculation. It was five of us that were contracted and there was only two cars so that doesn't fit but um yeah <laughs> it's nice to uh yeah it's nice to obviously have super cheap come uh, come back for the second year and back the car and and, and also to have declan come on board he, he's been a you know he and cam hill both the super two drivers in our uh team have, have done a fantastic job and uh, you know it, it's sort of a little bit like full circle for me um to be honest i think that uh, i remember walking into the racetrack back in 1994 when you had Peter Brock 
Thomas Mazira and Brad Jones and I'm sort of that I'm sort of that other end of that scale now and, mm. and uh, walking Declan back into the racetrack. Hey mate, so thinking about obviously you had you said you had a couple of good options there, uh, but choosing Declan, did you have much input in that? Uh, is that something that you pushed for, or is, was that just a, a wholly and solely team decision, and you were the one sitting back on the lounge chair waiting for for what they uh, decided to do? Um, good question. When are you doing a wild card anyway? Like that, that was that was my question I had. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, he's got that in early. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Have you seen? Well, we did, we, you and I did debut together, mate. So maybe we need to go out together. I don't know. Hey, Lounsey, have no, you seen true. Stevie J but, in the last couple of months? Thirty kilos he's dropped. Three zero. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. and uh, I think when we saw the announcement of a um, of a DJR wild card. The penny dropped. I'm re- I'm thinking Anderson. <laughs> I, there there might be the silver-headed fox back in a car. I reckon for Bathurst this year, and I mean that as Stevie J. Not that you're the silver-headed fox, Craig Lowndes, although you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that'd be that'd be awesome. But yeah, getting back to your question, um, look. To be honest, when we sat down with Jamie and and uh, you know we re- renegotiated an extension with the, with the team and everything else. The, the main focus was just to make sure that we just don't make up the numbers. We want to go up there. We want to be, um, you know, but, you know, competitive. And he promised at the time that he would put someone alongside us that was that caliber. And, uh, and, and to be honest, like whether it was Cam or whether it was Declan, it didn't really worry me. Like I probably had a feeling it was going to come out of the super two program because obviously that's what it's there for. It's designed for that. We saw what Brock Feeney has done from last year to this year. Um, but And I've worked closely with both Declan and Cam uh, over the last sort of year uh, with them. So, yeah, like, like for me, it's just going to be um, uh, really exciting to get back up there. Did you realise, mate, that this is actually going to give you a milestone as well? You are going to be the first driver to participate in 300 Australian Touring Car Championship and Supercars Rounds. Did you realise that this is going to be your 300th? Yeah, I did. I've, I've got, uh, yeah, a, a basically a little birdie that's told me that that, that is the potential <laughs> once we get to there. And, uh, and of course, if there was going to be a race, like people are asking me if there was going to be a wild card race prior to Bathurst, which then, of course, would have thrown all that out the window. But, uh, yeah, little birdie told me that might be the, uh, the milestone. So I don't know if that's a good thing, a bad thing, or just being old. <laughs> I reckon in our sport, getting old, I reckon that's a good thing. <laughs> the alternative is not great. Well, I mate, no, I, mean, I, I, think, I think. Sorry, yeah. mate, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, look, it's just it's been fantastic to be obviously being in a category this calibre for such a long time and still being enjoying it. Same as you, Stevie, like, you know, obviously doing um, uh, the other racing side of it, but still being involved in some way. I think that's really what. Uh, has been really you know, great for me is to it, like you know, now moving into the TV world in somewhat, but uh, you know still being involved in the industry as what we grew up with. It's it's all we've known. Yeah, it's, and and that was something that I wanted to touch on too, mate. Because you know we've both been there. Obviously, uh, my last one was in 2014. Um, you've haven't missed one since '94. I mean, even the, even it doesn't matter whether I go up there in touring car masters or whatever, whatever it might be. I, I still feel that, you know, I know the place pretty well, but I still feel that there's stuff that 
can can catch me out. Can you know on I mean? the backside a bit. Steve. Yeah, that stuff that still surprises me at that joint. Do you, I, I don't know if it's just me or I'm just you know useless. A but sook. yeah, exactly. Oh, but um, <laughs> do you get? I mean, do you get the same feel? Do you feel like yeah, you know the joint real well. You know a lot of the bumps, but there's still stuff that just surprises you up there. Oh, absolutely. I think there's no doubt. Man. It's a circuit that's, you know, it's the Le Mans 24 hour, which was last weekend or, uh, you know, Spa or someone like that. Like it's a circuit that you, you know, like really well, like the back of your hand, but every now and then it's just going to come and bite you if you lapse some sort of concentration or, you know, just understanding. And that's why it was interesting actually last year when you heard some of the drivers talk about the approach to Bathurst, and it was Mark Scaife and, and Garth Tander saying that they just want to go out there and their first lap, they want to punch out a good lap time, sort of put the wind up people saying, oh, I'm you know, stamping their authority. But then for me at the other side, if you, if you overdo that, then it bites you and then you just completely lose confidence. So for me, it's all about just winding up and just getting more and more confidence every time you get in the car and then when it comes to race day, it really doesn't matter where you start. You'd like to be in the top 10. You know, we all love to be on pole position, but we've seen in the past, it doesn't matter really matter where it is. The attrition rate and everything else that goes on over those six and a half hours, track evolution, everything changes. And, and uh, you know, you and I have had some great battles. And I know in that uh, classic one where we had contact on that lap that you actually called, and uh, managed to regain the lead, and, and, and that actually completed our three-peat. Can I tell you, mate, he goes on about that ad nauseum. <laughs> oh, you should, oh you, just jump on YouTube. You'll be able to watch it on YouTube. When I, I should have won that race, bloody hell, and all that kind of stuff. I, no, I'm joking. Um, Lounsey, you just mentioned quickly there Le Mans. We saw that last week with SVG and a couple of other lesser-known Aussies competed in that. Is that. I know that that's something that's been on your radar forever. Is it something... Well, it was meant to go, but, yeah. he, but, but there was a couple of things that happened that... Scheduling things. Yeah. And, are, are you still likely to get over there, mate? Is that still something you want to do? Oh, I'd still love to if, if, if yeah, if, if if all things come together and, and uh, the stars align. Yeah, look, yeah, that'd be really nice. That That's just one of those events that's... And, again, you know, that's why I, I you know, put that into that whole ray of, of circuits is, is like you look at Le Mans 24 hour um, it, it's no different to a Bathurst 1000 it's just the the, the magnitude of what it draws and, and the, and the uh, competition and the cars and everything else I know they're, little, they're different with prototypes and everything else but it, it's just that whole environment of what that circuit provides is no different to when you stand on top of the hill at Bathurst when the cars are roaring across the top of the mountain I, te- I was just going to say, Matty, uh, talking about the Le Mans and, and how there's driver seatings over there. You know, you've obviously got your platinums and your golds, which are the professionals, mm. your silvers, which are sort of on the teeter of, of professionals, and you've got your bronze, which are your, your, um, basically your pro-ams, you know, your gentleman drivers, that sort of stuff. You can be bronze. I think you automatically turn bronze when, when you're 50. So, mate, you and I... You and I and Russell Engel should go over in a few years and run as an MMM car in an M class and see how we go. That's actually not a bad idea. I think Russell's already passed that. I think he he's got his pension card. But uh, <laughs> I mean, speaking of pension cards, mate, we've got Greg Murphy coming back. Twenty six oh, years, I think. After <laughs> well, I'm going I'm, I'm to talk about some ages in just a second, but 26 years after you, um, you both won 
your first Bathurst together. He's look, he's been pretty vocal about. Um, he, he's he thinks. It's when pretty... is Greg Murphy not vocal? Yeah, let's, let's be true. <laughs> Very true. He's been up and about talking about how that's pretty ridiculous. He's coming back. It's all a bit tongue in cheek and all that kind of stuff. I mean, have, have in all seriousness, have you got a, a bit of a finish line in mind? Is this could this be the last time we see Craig Lowndes, or do you still feel you've got another two, three, four left in you? What are you? What are your thoughts on that? Well, to be honest, I've, you know, the contract I got with the team is this year and next year, so there's, there's, there's two years definitely um, in front of me. But uh, beyond mm-hmm. that, look, who knows? I, I look, I don't know. I think the the two things I've always said from early on is is just you know obviously speed. You need to be able to be fast enough to compete. But just the enjoyment of being there and being part of it all and everything else. Mm. And, I'm, and I've got to commend Murph coming back because I really, really got to thank him because he's older than me. So <laughs> I, I was earmarked to be the oldest driver until he then put pen to paper. So, um, yeah, thanks for, for him. It was Russell last year. Now it's mm. Murph. I don't know who mm. in the hell it's going to be next year, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> well, and this, this is one thing that I wanted to bring up, Nimsy and Stevie J and Lounsey. Um where I race in the TA2 and the Trans Am, we've got like an old farts class over 40, which is grouse because I get to play in it and all that kind of stuff. I was just looking at some of these co-drivers. Garth Tander, 45. C. Lowndes, 47. Murphy, yep. 49. Stevie J, the silver-headed fox, 47. Luke Yildon, 44. I reckon supercars have got to come up with a Masters Cup <laughs> For the highest finisher over forty, how good would that be? Because they could call it the Super Masterclass, <laughs> the Super Masterclass, like you know the the, the Grey Gonads and uh, the, the Great Gonads Cup or something like that. But seriously, I, there's some there's some big, there's some big names in there. What would you? How good, would that be? Some the inaugural Grey Gonads Cup supercars for drivers over forty. I reckon that's a go. What do you reckon, Nizzy? <laughs> We'll, we'll pitch it, but I don't think it's going to go somehow. <laughs> I love the delay there. We'll, we'll pitch it, yeah. What do you reckon, Lousy? Is that for you, the, the Grey Gonads Cup? Well, I'm, I'm well, just thinking, if you did pitch something like that, I know the first person will be right on that doorstep redoing his licence be Russell Engel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. Or John Bow. <laughs> John Bow. John Bow was pretty good for that. John Bow's actually 132, but if you ask him, he's 46. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was pretty good for that. Peter Hackett's good for that too, just by the by. Yeah. He loves he loves being a little bit uh, disingenuous about his age. <laughs> <laughs> on the topic of like when you do have that finish line inside there, Lanzi, I've got no doubt in my mind that we'll be seeing you testing Gen 4 cars, Gen 5 cars, whatever the hell's up next uh, for the category because I don't think you can ever leave that place, mate. <laughs> no, I look, I actually, to be honest, obviously – with our side of it, with the Camaro, it, it, it's been interesting to see the transformation of the car and, and, and the build project and everything and being part of all that side of it. And, and it, look, I think we need it as a category to, to evolve. Um, you know, the Mustang's got to look fantastic. The Camaro will. Hopefully we can introduce a couple of other manufacturers to get involved with the sport, which is what the whole program was supposed to be. Um, but I think it, it's just... It's interesting when you talk about the current cars having about 400 kilos of downforce at 200 kilometres an hour. Then you go to these new Gen 3 cars that have got about 130, 140 kilos of downforce. So you've got more than less downforce on these new Gen 3 cars coming in. And then you hear about the drivers that have been testing it. So, the you know, James Courtney's and uh, Garth Tanders, myself and everything else saying, oh, this is like back in the old old sort of 
uh, early 90s, and then you talk, you, know, you talk to uh, the Will Browns and everything else, and go, God, these cars are loose. <laughs> yeah. Everyone says that. I mean, I think Andre Heimgartner said that down into turn one at Phillip Island, he was pushing near 300k an hour and hanging on. So, I mean, but that's what we want, right? That's what we want as punters. That's what you want as drivers is for these things to be a challenge in the next iteration. We want to, we want to be able to see that the, the full talent of the drivers wrestling these beasts, which is, let's hope that that it comes to fruition in Gen 3. Um, Lounsey, just before we let you go, because we've got a big weekend ahead for all of us, um, just quickly talk to me about commentary. Enjoying all the Fox Sport stuff? Is it you? Are we likely to see you doing that? For a long time, have you got ambitions to go further with that? You know, up into the up into the main game commentary booth. Once we, you know, we we spear Scafie or Crompton or something like that. Is that something we can see you progressing forward in? Uh, yeah, I've really enjoyed it. To be honest, I think that uh, it's a different side to the uh, the category that obviously you know you're being a bit selfish when you're driving because you only focus on your own self, the team, and everything else. But when you're in the commentary box, you got to think about the twenty five, twenty seven other cars that are running around and what they're doing, how they're going. Um, so for me, it's been a, a good transition. I've really enjoyed it. Hopefully it's a, it's, it's a future there for me to, to progress and, and, you know, stay involved. As I said, being involved, whether you're a driver or a commentator or anything else, it's just a sport that we all grew up loving. So um, hopefully that continues. Well, Lanzi, you've been incredibly generous with your time, but uh, uh, mate, we'll let you go. But one last one from me. Uh, so when people think Holden Racing Team, they pretty much put your face there. Very, you're very synonymous with it. That's where you won your championships. That's where you won your first Bathurst, et cetera, et cetera. But the big news, obviously, was uh, in a, uh, a couple of months ago was Walkinshaw Andretti United announcing they're going to go to Ford. Now, you were probably one of the biggest high-profile defections from Holden to Ford. So you would have got that backlash long before the mob in Clayton did. <laughs> so so what, what do you think about that decision of, uh, made down by Ryan Walkinshaw and the team to move over to the Mustang for Gen 3? Well, I think it's just a business decision. I think there's no doubt that... Uh, and even he said that, uh, you know, um, with Tom had a much a very much a affiliation with Ford back in the mm. early early days so for them as a family I don't think it's really it changes too much I think it, it's really for them uh, as I said a business decision and uh, you know really good on them if, if they think that's the right path for them to move forward uh, time will tell but uh, yeah look you know, I think that what the old, uh, the old saying like Brock used to tell me is like when I first moved you lose 50% you'll gain 50% so you'll mm. not lose anything at the end of the day so <laughs> correct um, I think that uh, I, I think it's really going to come down to their performance I think it, regardless like he, he's now talked it up if they can't perform next year with the, with the Mustang uh, then questions will start be asking what do you actually just before you go talking about performance and all that kind of stuff what do you make of Nick Percat and what's going on there with him at Walkinshaw, I think we all expected him, Lounsey, to be a bit further up the grid and a bit more competitive. Chaz has obviously given a bit of a towel up at the moment, except in Perth where they were both terribly slow. But um, Nick seems to really is be really struggling there. Any thoughts on why that might be? Because we're sort of scratching our heads as to why it may be. Yeah, I think it's just the the chemistry I think between him and his engineer and the team I think at the moment. But as you said, like you know, your, your first go, goal is to beat your teammate. And mm. Chaz has done that sort of uh, numerous occasions. But they're both, as you said, like Perth, they were very close together. So there's something chemistry within that team that's not gelling, and and they can't get the performance week in week out consistently. That's that's the problem I think that I've seen. Like even with Chazzy the last couple of years, he's 
he's been a bit of a roller coaster. He's up high, he's down low, he's up high. Mm. They just mm. can't get that consistency going within the team. So that's something that uh, I would have thought, as you guys mentioned, that Nick might have brought some of that bit of uh, you know rivalry between the two drivers. But but it's it, like I saw them again today flying up. That uh, you know they're, they're, they're great mates. It's, it's nothing sort of bad against. So it's just that mm. uh, yeah, I thought that Nick Nick would have sort of pushed Chaz a bit bit harder than what he has. So. Um, that that's a very good question. I think that, that that's the chemistry within all teams that they try to find that magic. Well, Lance, but, we've, we've you... had a change in engineer there now too. So mm. Stevie and I, Stevie J and I said on the show last week. After this one, there's because Grant McPherson, Grant McPherson, uh, his, Shippy, yep. Shippy, who we know and you would know intimately, Craig, with your uh, your relationships at Triple Eight. There's uh, after this, once you roll him in, I don't feel there's much uh, any or any more excuses. excuses. If it doesn't work here, then there's going to be some serious questions at the end of the year for Nick. Oh, absolutely, and I think that uh, once you create a team with all the you know the right people in place, and you still can't get the performances, you've really got to step back and have a good look about what you're doing, how you're doing it, and and if you can make it better. But uh, you know, I think you know Grant's. We all know Grant's. You know a great person as an engineer. We know he wins races and everything else. It's just a matter of getting it all, all together. So, um, you know, look, touch wood that, that uh, they can turn things around. Well, Lanza, you've been incredibly generous with your time this evening, uh, mate. We look forward to seeing you on the coverage uh, this weekend. Feel free to use any of the talking points uh, that we went through tonight on the coverage with Scaifey and, uh, and Jess on Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> and uh, and uh, hopefully we won't see anything that you've said about Nick Perkat on Speed Cafe tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please don't. Yeah, no. but, um, it's all right. It was just between the three of us, Lounsey. There wasn't 150,000 people around Australia listening. That's okay. Don't worry about it. Lounsey, appreciate your time, mate. And uh, hopefully, and go well at Bathurst and uh, good luck uh, for the future, bud. Yeah, no worries. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Craig Lounsey, our feature interview. Thanks to Ryko Filters. Ask me, Kat, if Ryko Filters is a professional's choice. Jesus is a good egg, isn't he? Uh, and, and look, he's... You know, we interview a lot of people here, Stevie J, and you can tell who's old school and who's new school yep. in many respects. Yep. And uh, I think one of the real lost arts of our sport is to be able to show your personality. Freedom and, of speech. And freedom of speech, show your personality, connect with other people and not be a corporate robot. Vanilla. And, and vanilla. Vanilla and, comes away. That's what it is. Yeah, it's and that's just... Stevie J. I mean, that's uh, that's Lounsey. He's, he's got it all and he's got the resume. So yep. Any uh, of those guys, and you, you've seen it, you speak to – and. You speak to Lounsey, you speak to GT, GT's the same. You speak to my old man, you know he's the same. <laughs> Depends um, what time we call yeah, to speak to your yeah. old man. After 8 o'clock, anything Especially if Chili's yelling out in the background. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But, um, you know, Matty Stone, he's he's the same, yeah, even though he's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. you know, younger than us, Matty, I, I guess. But yep. I think, you know, you know, Jimmy Stone and Ross Stone, they're old school. So that's where he well, stands from. Jimmy is, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 300 rounds, though. Like, that is, that is phenomenal. That he's very Big, isn't it? And still enjoys being part of the circus and still enjoys showing up. I mean, no, I think that's, that, that's where it really and truly shows. It's in his heart. It's in his soul. Remembering that his history, his old man was, uh, um, uh, did his apprenticeship with Harry Firth which then became the Holden Dealer team. So the Lounge name has been around for a very, very, very long time. And yep. Craig's been around it yep. his whole life. And when, when that's all you know um, and that's all you love, 
then that's how you get 300 rounds of happiness. You know, something we did miss there, Nimsy. We missed an opportunity there when we were talking about Lounsey defecting the Ford. We needed the AU Falcon grab for Good him. Look, everyone. It's an AU Falcon! <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, Lee, he did drive one. Uh, the Green-Eyed Monster, wasn't it? The Green-Eyed Monster. Um, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was his first defection from Holden to Ford. He, he raced the Gibson Motorsport Green-Eyed Monster. <laughs> We've got a lot of text to get through, but we'll take a quick break here on the driver's seat and we'll get to your text 0433 98 11 16. There is so much to talk about on the driver's seat. As always, we do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Back with more right after this. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. This is the driver's seat right across Australia, and we do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. If you want to get in touch with us, it's very easy to do so. All you got to do is text in 0433 98 11 16 is our number. And just remember, rev up your smartphone with the driver's seat app. It's available in the app store. It's the best place to catch up on all of our podcasts and videos and all those good stuff. But uh, we need to get to the text line, boys, because there's a fair few coming in thick and fast. <laughs> there's one I love here. That's from Gabs in the uh, Hunter Valley. Gabs. Uh, Gabs uh, Gab, well, Gab, we, Gabs, Gabs. It's Gabby. We know it's Gabby. So... Uh, Female, it's not Gabriel, it's Gabs. Anyway. We say that uh, every, we say that we every, every time. Every week. Uh, so from Gabs in the Hunter Valley. Hey, Gabs. Um, G'day, Gabs. Well, has, the, uh, has the delay with the Stevie J co-drive announcement uh, been because he was trying to find a keto sponsor? Or is he just getting KFC to sponsor? Did I don't need to find KFC? any sponsor. <laughs> can, I, can I just clarify something here? I don't need to find a sponsor if... Someone wants me to do a wild card at Bathurst. They're going to give me some cash, boy. I was going to say, what is the going rate for a co-drive, Stevie J? Like, what would Declan Fraser, Lounsey's uh, co-driver, what would he be getting? Uh, <laughs> what would he be getting paid? I don't know. What's a zinger box worth these days? <laughs> I don't know, seventeen bucks or something. <laughs> yeah, probably for an extra large meal. I don't know. Bucket of extra crispy. Well, no well, let's let's be fair. Declan won't be getting paid. That's no, for sure. He'll That'll probably be... be contributing. Yes. I but um, oh, I mean, Lansley's on a Lansley's on a retainer from Triple Eight, so yes, he'll be of course. Paid from Triple Eight. Uh, Greg from Upper Coomera, so so jealous. Boys love Darwin. Make sure you have an extra satay stick or ten for me at the Mindle Markets. Congrats to Jet and mm-hmm. t- and uh, uh, and the crew for the results Team at Johnson, Winter. That is, Team TJ. Johnson, yeah. Well, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, Team Johnson <laughs> um, uh, for the results at Winton. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna have a, a chat about that a little bit later. And surely, mate, we will have a. Um, we will have an extra satay stick for you at Mindle Markets, which are on tomorrow night. If you've never been to the Mindle Markets, folks, make sure you get to the top end and go to Mindle Markets. It's uh, it's absolutely sensational. This one's uh, from Robin Brisbane as well. Isn't it great that we're going to have the two next big things from 1994 Bathurst in Lounsey and Stevie J at Bathurst this year? <laughs> We've come full circle. <laughs> Only if we can get Lance putting a move on the 17 shot court for the lead. <laughs> so there's two parts of that. I think that's, yeah, it's going to be great. We're going to have the next big, big things from 1994. But I just think, uh, Rob and Nimsy, I just think we keep talking just like Steve Jones. It's just a fate of complete. Steve Johnson's in the, in the third DJR wildcard. And we'll just see if it happens. He still hasn't told me, but he's still fit. And uh, if you're up at up at Darwin this weekend, you'll see that. But uh, I just think we just keep talking about it. So Anderson's got no choice but to put you in, or by the time he 
comes to make a decision about who it is, he's going to have so much free publicity about Steve Johnson getting in the car. He'll be like, "This was this was genius. We had to put him in the car." <laughs> and you know. Oh, thank you there, Lawsy. Who was that, Lawsy? What did Lawsy have to say again? Say that, Nimsy. And you not. And you know. Do you know? Um, How do you know? I don't know. (laughs) But uh, look, let's let's talk about uh, Darwin. Know what I mean? (laughs) We've got to get to Darwin because there is plenty going on. Uh, SVG Mm. enters Darwin with a 281 point championship lead over Anton Di Pasquale with the Triple Crown headlined by three 38 lap races, one on Saturday, uh, two on Sunday. Last time out in Winton, we saw the resurgence of Cam Waters with Tickford Racing holding off SVG twice in three races after what happened in Perth. And if you forget what happened in Perth, here's what Tim Edwards had to say about it. It's total bullshit. It's bullshit. (laughs) All right, can't add much more to that. (laughs) (laughs) That'll never get old. Uh, Oh, yeah, we're going to use that for so many things over the years. This weekend is also going to be the 500th race for Will Davison. And, uh, Mm. but, uh, but it, they're going to need to bounce back a little bit because DJR were almost, uh, well, it was their first podiumless um, round in 2022 at Winton, which wasn't good. Yeah, well, they struggled there. They mm. really struggled. And I think mm. that, I just think they were a day behind, you know. Um, they were on the verge of getting things right. But, you know, I think I think the the rookie test day that Triple uh, Eight were able to have down there with Brock Feeney had a massive impact on what they needed to do for the race weekend down there. So, um, but you know, that's what you get for, uh, going to, you know, DJ have ten, in the past have been really, really good down there, but I just think mm. the extra, the super soft tire and is, is they're finding and, and quite a few teams are finding, um, Walkinshaw and Dreddy United, especially are finding it very, very hard to get a good balance on those tyres. But as soon as they put the hard tyres on, the car lights up like it does at Bathurst. So I think that, um, you know, they will get back there. I think they'll be they'll, they'll fast at Darwin last year. And obviously, Will Davison had a couple of poles there last year, didn't he, Matty? Yeah, he did. He, he got double pole. Yeah, he did. And Anton yeah. got a, a couple of uh, podiums there as well. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So what we'll re- see what happens. What do you reckon about Reynolds? Because he goes very well at Darwin. Yep. Uh, that's the site where he got his. He did the first shoe. He didn't. I'm Correct. Yeah, right. it is. Yeah. I just think he's he's on such a confidence high at the moment, and his team's on a confidence high with what they're doing. Uh, I think they're going to be fast wherever they go, and I think that um, uh, the mentality in that team at the moment and the the confidence that they've got in what they're doing um, is really putting them forward for. You know, some race wins coming up, and I think that yeah. surprised a lot of people. I, and I think in Darwin, obviously, that's where his partner Tani's from. He's up there now. He's been there for a little while. I think he's got the the um, wind of confidence behind him in the back at the moment. There's money being spent within the team. I, I, I think he's a chance, Nimsy. I think he's a real chance. We've seen him very, very strong up there, and um, it, he likes the place. So keep an, a real eye out for him, I reckon. Should be good. It should be an absolute ripper around. But the other one, the other talking point that I reckon uh, is going to be interesting, and and because uh, what's the forecast for Darwin? You boys are going to be sweating. Oh, it'll like be hot gyps- and sweaty. Yeah, you guys are going to be sweating like gypsies with mortgages up there. <laughs> yeah. And thirty, it's typically thirty-three degrees. And you've got the, somewhere between thirty and thirty-three. And you've got the super soft tire as well. Got the super soft tire, which will not like the 33 degrees. Um, that'll just get torn up. It's a relatively abrasive surface up there as well. Plus, you've got drag racing going on and you've got super bikes 
um, some local categories as well. Porsche Carrera Cup that often give the uh, the the supercar boys a bit more grip due to their uh, Michelin uh, Pirelli tire. I think it is Steve the, in Carrera Cup. No, nah, Michelin. Uh, Michelin a Michelin yep. tire gives a a bit more grip to the Dunlop. So um, uh, yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be a great round, Nimsy. Um, we all love going up there. Crowd's going to be back. Um, it's got D- Darwin has always got all of the contributing factors to potentially a great round, and we've seen some weird results up there. Like we saw uh, Mick Caruso get his first win up That's there in right. supercars as well. I think that was in. I think that was with uh, that was with uh, G- Naughty GRM, Hornets, wasn't it? Or was that with Naughty Hornets? No, I think uh, that was with. Uh, so was which GRM of the GRM so... cars got their first oh, win GRM. up there? Uh, one of them got there. Was, I mean, we've seen GR- Holdsworth have a win up there, I think, too. So GRM you can in 07, get... I think, was uh, Caruso, and then again in 2013. There you go. Uh, yeah, right. With, uh, with the, the driving, the, the fridge on wheels, as they call the Ultimas. <laughs> exactly. I still haven't seen one on the road. I don't think. Didn't stand out to me anyway. Go, I saw one on an Ultima. <laughs> I did see one in the wild once, but it could have been a... Uh, a Nissan Maxima. Wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, you'd have done well to find a Nissan Maxima too. Anyway, we digress. Um, should be a great weekend. It's always warm. Everyone loves going up there. If you've never been there, folks, uh, it is possibly one of the top three rounds of supercars to go to. And Darwin's a fabulous place. So you should get up there. Do yourself a favour, as Molly Melbourne would say. Uh, before we take a quick break, do you want to rip through some of these texts that have come in? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Evening for another week, team. If you happen to know, what chassis will Tickford be using for Zach Best's wild card this weekend? That's Pete from Cranbourne. Uh, I don't know, Pete. We might have to um, we might have to send a quick sneaky text to the sleuth on that one. I'm not entirely sure which. We'll look that up in the ad we'll it up in Would the it be the one he last used? Because Zach had a wild card at Winton, did he not? I'd imagine it'd be the same car. Well, no, what, what, Winton this year. Yeah, was it Winton didn't this Zach, year? Didn't Zach best? No, have no, a... no. It was no. only it was only um the Walkinshaw one and um yeah, the... it was only Jade No Jada and uh, and, and the Erebus yeah, one. Sure. Yeah, the Erebus one. Who was uh, Jordan Boys? Right. Okay. They were the two wild cards. Pete, we'll send some messages. We'll uh we'll we'll find out for you. And um, uh, surely Steve's best memory from Darwin would have been lunching four engines between himself. And the rat in one weekend. Biggest lunches seen since his daily Macca's run. <laughs> we should get sushi, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> Not much sushi going back in those days, let me tell you, mate. How expensive lunches those ones. <laughs> yeah, they were big. What happened there? With uh-huh. it very quickly, did uh-huh. you? You don't remember? No, I don't remember. (laughs) See, he didn't have to change him, folks. He just blew him up and then went to corporate. Correct. You know, (laughs) sat in my little my little cold pool. (laughs) That would have been a big cold pool, not a little cold pool. (laughs) I reckon. Because if I had to go in a cold pool up at Darwin, you wouldn't get me in one of the wheelie bins with ice. That wouldn't happen. (laughs) You wouldn't get me in there, or you get me in, you probably wouldn't get me out. Jeez Louise. Um, yeah, but we know that Matty's cold pool was one of those JJ Richards skip bins. Correct. So. <laughs> I'm a big skip bin cold pool. That's what I want. Well, make sure you keep your texts coming through. 0433981116. We're off and running. It's the driver's seat. Thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. We've got our off the track update. That is coming up next, right here on the driver's seat. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. It's the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. And in the words of Dwayne Russell... Great to have you company wherever you might be watching around the planet. 
It is great to have your company. Um, if you want to text in, it's very easy to do so. 0433981116 is the number. We'll get to some of your texts in just a moment. But first, we're going to do this. And now, it's the driver's seat off the track update. Thanks to Burson Auto Parts. Burson, we know auto parts. They certainly do, and they've been doing it for over 50 years. It's our most controversial segment. Tomorrow's news today, it's shaken up the news cycle. And Maddie McKeldin, put on your sleuth hat and tell us uh, what's been happening. <laughs> what's been well, happening? The, uh, to, be, to be quite frank, uh, it's actually very quiet out there on the Western Front at the moment. There seems to be... A little bit like that, Nemzi. There seems to be quite a bit of contentment to the world of supercar at the moment. But I want to cover off on two things we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Firstly, calendar. Uh, there has been reporting in the media, and we talked about it as well, that um, they were potentially going to cut a round from supercars this year, which was either going to be Sandown. New Zealand or Sandown. Um, I, 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 that is now not going to be the case. They are going to go the full season. Um, uh, just, 13 rounds? Yep. Jacinda Ardern, the captain of New Zealand, uh, they've decided to do a quick whip around and they're, um, they're going to be contributing to transport costs. So our good mates across the Dutch in New Zealand uh, will be getting their supercar fucks. Um, and also Sandown will continue, not as the 500 Nimsy, but Sandown will get Super another sprints. round this year. So that's a good thing. We'll, so that's that's going to happen. We will see it. There was a whole bunch of contractual issues with Foxtel. Basically, to cover it off, Foxtel had done a deal for 12 rounds. For the calendar to go full circle is 13 rounds. Mm-hmm. They weren't going to kick the can anymore, and supercars are going to have to put their money in the pocket to show it. But sanity has, has uh, prevailed, and they are going to go 13 rounds. So you will be able to see that um, this year, which is good. Now, if you remember last week, if you were uh, listening last week, we did the cover-off on the co-drivers boys. Yes. And there was there was one team. So there's two teams that are Matt Stone Racing and uh, Premier Racing, Coca-Cola and, and Subway, Chris Pither um, and Gary Jacobson. We are talking about co-drivers. So my my lowdown, and this was a name I, I sort of couldn't really talk about it last week, and I, and I must say that this is still a discussion piece. It's ongoing discussions, but I do believe a name that is in the frame for uh, for a co-drive with Premier is the great man Luke Yildon. Ooh. We didn't cover off his name last week, Stevie J, because um, you know he he was. With Erebus, and then uh, and then uh, he made a, he was going to retire, and then he made a bit of a comeback with Reynolds, but of course um, that's not going to happen this year at at uh, Penrite Racing. So um, a name that hasn't been bandied around, hasn't been thrown around, is Luke Yulden, and you could see him pop up at Premier as you know, well as you know who he's going to partner with. Well, no, 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 I don't know that he's been signed yet. I know that there are discussions in place. Um, and ongoing about that. The other name with that team is Harry Jones, who you would know from Carrera Cup in the Caterpillar car, mm-hmm. which is direct opposition to our major and much-loved uh, friends at Kubota. But, yes, so he's a chance, but he might be struggling to get super license points, so we don't know whether that's actually going to happen. The Matt Stone guys, more than likely going to... Uh, announced their co-driver after town co-drivers after Townsville, but my my skinny on that is they're most they're more than likely going to go young people. 
young folks to the Sorry, team, Steve. which is in, in standing with their ethos. Mm. Um, and in the ongoing discussions around Anderson Motorsport, um, one of our listeners has texted in and asked whether um, the rumours of Renee Gracie uh, coming back to the car, being sponsored by her other job, her corporate backer, OnlyFans, uh, don't think that's going to happen. I still think the great man Stevie J is in the frame for that chair, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it won't be Grenade Racy. So, <laughs> so that unfortunately, uh, interesting what's going on at Premier Racing, and I only say that because I like uh, playing this from uh, Chris Pitha. Say hello to my little friend. And uh, of course, in the subway car. <laughs> no. That's it. <laughs> and it's still my favourite. Uh, still my favourite. Celebrated 12 years, I think it was, with his lovely partner this week, did our mate Gaz. So congrats to you, Gaz, on 12 years of, there you go, of happiness, no doubt. Um, so, uh, yes. Um, and uh, Gabe's, who we just had a bit of a chat with Gabe's off air so that we understand exactly. No, no. So you understand exactly. Yeah, so, so I understand. understand. <laughs> we, just, we just put so, it out there. So, sorry. We so It is Gabrielle. Right. It yeah. is short for Gabrielle. And uh, so it's Gabe's. She's texted and said, hey, Maddie, Speed Cafe, uh, or as we call them, Fastel, you're looking for a journo. Are you going to apply? Well, no, I'm not going to apply because... I only look forward in my life, Gabe's, and I used to actually run Speed Cafe. Uh, so now you know. And I will never, ever, ever, ever do that again. Uh, I think the current Ooh. owner, no, I think the current owner of that particular website and I wholeheartedly agree on that. Oh, he's dead to oh. me, bro. How long yeah, is he going to be exactly owner for? Right. How long is he going to be owner for? Hmm. Well... That has been something that we've discussed in recent <laughs> times. And uh, as far as I'm aware, there has been a potential ownership, ownership change in there you uh, go. Speed Cafe. Watch, so, watch this space. Yeah. Oh, we got one from you Tommy. You are fake hey. news. <laughs> and, hey, Tommy is back. G'day, Tommy. G'day, Tommy. Legend. Uh, hey, Maddie, who needs Foxtel? I watched a live stream of the TA2 race from Winton, and for the small budget they have, their coverage is not too bad. Good on you, Tommy. Hey, I said exactly that to you, did I not, Stevie J? Yep. I was watching it, was it, and I was very impressed, Steve. Uh, Tommy, and I think the moment you wheel the great man Wade Orger into commentary, you've got a show. Mm. He's the linchpin. Um, and I thought they did a good job for a live stream. And we'll talk about uh, Jetty's results on that because his first national win mm. on the big stage. Yep. So that was that was really good. But I agree with you, Tommy. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was our off-the-track so. update. We do it thanks to Burson Auto Parts. Plenty of your texts are coming in. 0433981116 is the number. We'll get to them in just a moment. You're listening to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. It is Triple Crown Week. Crown. I don't know what I did there. <laughs> Jeez, all you all right, mate? You're not I, having a stroke or anything. It was Triple just crown. one of those things where all of a sudden something in my brain just went, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, that's right. Um, hey, just quickly. We've got. I have them all the time, mate. Don't worry about it. That's fine. <laughs> We've got a stack of messages that we got to get through, but I'm going to do a quick update of this. 
This is the Driver's Seat Power Rankings. Because obviously it hasn't been since Winton that we've talked about them. Um, mm. uh, now, it's basically our Dally M or Brownlow medal. Matt and Steve go through the uh, the, the rankings of the drivers and give them a 3 to one vote, just like they oh. do in the footy ball. But um, uh, one vote, Brody Kostecki and Tim Slade. Two votes, Brock Feeney and Lee Holdsworth. He's up two after Winton. Gary Jacobson also on two votes. Todd Hazelwood uh, with four votes. Five votes go to Chas Moss and James Courtney. Uh, the big winner out of Winton was Cam Waters, who got the maximum amount of votes with six. Uh, he's mm. tied there with Will Davison. On P2, David Reynolds made a big jump up there. Uh, mm. He got three votes up there. And, of course, uh, by a clear country mile, it is Shane Van Gisbergen on 19 votes at the very top of the pile. He's doing some fantastic stuff. He did some fantastic stuff at Le Mans, too. What did he think about that one? Oh, mate, I was on the hot lap. He certainly was. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, there were some big accidents. We're going to talk about Le Mans a little bit yeah. later. On, but, boy, oh, boy, they love crashing a car around there. <laughs> Holy cow. Now, let's get to some of these texts because they're coming in thick and fast. And this is what we love about doing this show. You can in- get yourself involved. 0433981116 is the number on the text line. Do you want to get through some of these, boys? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, where do you where start? Am I? Here we go. Oh, here's one, actually, from the Big G. G'day, Big G. It's been a while. Love you Love you coming back. Evening, gents, with the speculation around the Anderson wildcard. Of course, he's talking about the uh, DJR and a certain driver. Um, can I suggest going retro? Paint the Mustang yellow and put Pine Pack on the side, just like the yellow Anderson Johnson Falcon from Wellington in 1984. What do you reckon, Steve? Could you there talk you to the boss about that? That would look good, wouldn't it? <laughs> How's that going to go down in the marketing oh, department yeah. from your recent meetings? What are the plans? Do you think that it could be an opportunity? I don't know. You know it might throw a spanner in the works. I, <laughs> <laughs> I love putting the blowtorch to him. Um just a tip from they they have absolutely stipulated anonymous boys. A sly tip: Aaron Seaton as a distinct possibility for MSR Matt Stone Racing. Oh boy! Ooh. Oh boy, indeed. <laughs> what do you reckon, Stevie J? Could Aaron Seaton step up? I mean, let's be fair. Let's be honest and let's be fair. We know Aaron, great guy, love Glenn, all that kind of stuff. But there hasn't been great super two pace with Aaron or and or the other driver, Ryle Harris, well, no. this year, has there? They haven't really shown mm. the sort of form that you need to win those races. You mm. know, they've, they've definitely been not back in the pack a little bit. They've been back in the pack quite a lot. Yes. Um, so, well, it's not And, it's and not in a fair few shunts too. And a yeah, few shunts. Certainly. Yep. Uh, so, uh, Super 2 is difficult because you're up against a couple of the powerhouses. Mm. And the biggest one being Triple Eight. I mean, can anyone take in Super Two? Can anyone take a candle to the Triple Eight cars? Well, it's a, so could it be cars at MSR rather than driver talent? Well, we've seen Aaron win in Trans Am and TA2. Yeah, maybe we've maybe. seen Ryle towel up everyone for 132 but years. But the MSR in cars and supercars at the moment are going very well. Yeah, you know, like that's the thing. It's they're surprising all of us. They're you know. Knocking on, not even knocking on top tens. They're in the top ten. Yeah. Um, so and sometimes yeah. leading laps too. Like that. absolutely, yeah. like they're taking yep. big bites. Big bites. They're so doing well. They've won the Super Two Championship before. They've got good cars and supercars uh, in the main game. Mm. 
I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Watch this space. Yeah, watch I think watch this space. This space. I'm not sure if, you know, it's very, very hard to beat Triple Eight. I mean, that's a fully fledged supercars outfit in Super Two. So, Absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, you haven't got, you've got a part factory effort in regarding Tickford, I guess, with Zach Best, but it's not a fully fledged one, I don't think, like Triple Eight, yeah. you know, run with their two cars. Yep. You know, DJR haven't got a Super Two program at all. BJR have got a little bit of a Super Two program with a few cars, obviously, but. I still don't think that the focus is there. I think the focus is for them or getting their cars fast for the main game. So, yeah, it's it's it, for anybody to go in there to even compete with um, the Triple Eight Super 2 program, very yeah. difficult. Very, very difficult. So we'll keep an eye on that one. Hey, Harrison, hey, guys. Any update on the Adelaide 500? Talks that the track needs resurfacing and it won't happen this year. What do they think? This um, is SENSA. Mm. <laughs> um, interesting. Interesting. I, I think – so the only updates I've got that are by no way, shape or form locked in, and Nimsy, you might have to put this one on the whiteboard for future reference, um, musical act, I think maybe Guns N' Roses. Oh, that's not bad. I think because they're on that leg of that tour. They're on yep. the, the, the southern swing of their tour. So I reckon if the night nurses allow them to, they might actually be able to do a concert in the Adelaide <laughs> night, <Five>. nurses. <laughs> night nurses uh, at the Adelaide 500. So we'll have to wait and see on that one. But resurfacing, Harrison, I can't imagine it being resurfaced for this year. I cannot imagine it. Typically that's something that's done, it, you, particularly this being um, being a street circuit, The what you would need to do to resurface this, the amount of public works and approvals that would need to be done, Stevie J, and planning would be massive. This is not mm. resurfacing Queensland Raceway or Winton uh, or even Bathurst, so to speak. This is – boy, is, that, would, that would be a massive um, inconvenience to locals. And yeah, they're yeah, already the hating city. the fact that the 500's yeah. coming back in many ways. Well, so. some do. Some the do. minority do. The minority do, but a lot of the minority lives around the track. Yeah. So not a lot of the minority. Some of the minority live around the track. So I can't see it being resurfaced, Stevie J. Even if it needs it, I can't imagine it being done between now and no. November. No, no chance. So, well, yeah, Harrison, don't think that's going to happen. Well, 0433981116. Keep your text messages coming in. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? I don't know. It sounded like <laughs> Neville from Christchurch. <laughs> hey, Neville. I was trying to find the text message sound, and all I could find was that one. Um, but maybe, it was, maybe it was Charlie from Christchurch. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> or Aaron from Auckland. <laughs> but um, uh, keep your messages coming through. 0433981116 is the number. Snort. <laughs> Snort. So, I just amused Is-y, myself with Aaron from Auckland. Microphone off? <laughs> Warren from Waikikamu Cow. <laughs> Peter from Papatutos. Yeah, but- <laughs> <laughs> uh, but- Oh, he's lost it. I've lost it. He's got, he's got off the rails, folks. Um, that was that was uh, our power rankings somewhere in there. Oh, oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. If you'd like to get in touch, we had a lot of people talk about Winton. We will get to that in just a moment. But we've also had some Formula One chat. We'll wrap up everything that happened uh, in Baku in Azerbaijan. We'll do that next, right here on the driver's seat. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Oh, we always get to this part of the show, and uh, it seems like during the breaks, we'll just have a good old yammer, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, 
Yep, we were having a very in-depth discussion about what we're doing this weekend up at Darwin, and you went, oh! Steve's got a coffee as well. We're just... Mm. Yes, freshly I brewed. Do, I could only do one press because we added 60 seconds. It takes about 70 to do a press. So. And what? how many presses would you normally do for the, oh, list, for the, for the friends at home? Yeah, I'll do two. But what I'll do now is in the next break, I'll go back in and I'll just I'll just load up on another one. Yeah, righto. righto. Go a double press. <laughs> yep. Right, Put okay. one straight down my gullet. Good for you. There you go. Well done. Well done, everyone. Mm. Um, <laughs> where are we? Oh, yes. Let's talk some Formula One. Look at that. Every time you hear that, you just want to stand up and salute. I am going to say, without fear nor favour, the greatest sporting theme song oh. of the of of certainly the history of Formula One, but I would say in the last 20 years. 100%. You can't get right? with that one. You can't I mean, I know wrong. there's the Channel 7 AFL soundbite. 20 years, did you say? 12, maybe 30. Because, I don't know, the boys from the bush are back in town for the supercars. was pretty good. <laughs> I, oh, thought you was gonna, I thought you were going to bring up this one. Oh, that's a shocker. I do not remember that. <laughs> Where was that? You need to get the boys from the bush up, Nimsy. You need to find that one at some I'll, stage. I'll do my best, oh, yeah. I'll, that, yeah, because... Um, no, to talk about put you on the spot <laughs> live. Uh, but there, there were some great themes. I mean, we we, we gee, we're digressing here, but uh, Nine's Wide World of Sports that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, the mm-hmm. opening credits to the Channel Seven um, Sports Day or whatever it was, uh, and also we used to get it on the super on the on the V eight touring cars or the touring car championships coverage of Bathurst. I'm sure Nemzi will be able to find that. Um, but yeah, anyway, we digress. Formula One, Baku. Mm-hmm. Get amongst Interesting, it. wasn't it? For a lot of us, mm. until Maxi Boy just took off and towered He's up just everyone. in a class of his own on race he day, is. isn't he? Yeah, he Sergio is. Sergio seems to have his measure at the moment in qualifying. Got some qualifying. I think he's preferring being away from home, though, after being caught in some compromising positions yes. on a super after yacht after Monaco, mm. celebrating with... Perhaps a young lady that wasn't Mrs. Checo. So I think he's quite happy to be in Azerbaijan right now, mm. as opposed to Mexico. Uh, but very good lessons learnt there, and I love very when that happens because it gives me the opportunity to show my son, yes, just how important it is. Oh, you are to conduct yourself as a sports person. Mm-hmm. Yep. No matter what, what sort of yep person in the media, no matter on, what and category as well. Do you know yep. what Peter Brock told me? Years and years and years, a thousand years ago, Maddie, nothing good after ha- nothing good happens after midnight. Go home, <laughs> be at home by midnight. Nothing good happens. You're speaking midnight. from experience. Uh, I, so I've tested that theory on a number of occasions. <laughs> Not you, <laughs> Not him. Me. Oh, him. I'm talking about Peter, Peter B. Oh, yeah, I don't know how often Peter B. went home at midnight, but um, uh, yes, yeah, so I've tested the theory and I've got myself into some strife. Not unlike Checo Perez, perhaps in another life. Anyway. Um, so a couple of things from this, Nimsy, that worth is worth talking about, I think. Firstly, Lando Norris and Dan Ricciardo mm-hmm. and McLaren. Interesting, isn't it? Very. And so two things make me happy. One thing makes me uh, a bit disappointed. Firstly, um, Danny had pace. Yep. And could have passed Lando early in the race, but was asked to hold back for strategy, and he did so. 
The other thing that made me happy was the second half of the race when Danny eventually got back in front of Lando, the team backed him. After two weeks ago publicly slagging him, the team backed him and said, no, 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 Lando, we know you got pace, but we're, we're paying back the favour that Danny gave you earlier on in the race, so hold station. They're my two things that I was really happy about with that situation. They finally backed their driver, and it looks like he had some pretty good pace. The disappointing part was Lando's reaction. And if you look at McLaren's social media, Lando has copped an absolute belting from all and sundry. Has he? Oh, uh, like no, no, it's, it's come a, on, mate. It's a back no, to reality, no, isn't it? Oh, it's a massive thud <laughs> from the McLaren fans who, you know, he's their boy, right? It's, he's the only Formula One car he's ever driven, really, has been the McLaren. So he, Lando's a McLaren boy, got a five-year contract. And the fans gave him an absolute whacking on on the McLaren Instagram Basically page. saying you're sport, little brat. Correct. Shut your face. Do as you're told. Um, when you've won as many races as Danny, you can have a go. Yeah, but how, how but about having having a memory not of an elephant or cor- a goldfish? Cor- not of a goldfish, Seriously. totally. So the only reason... Actually, has an elephant got a good memory? An elephant's got a great yeah, memory. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. A goldfish. That's what I used to call my ex-wife. <laughs> what, an for, elephant? Or? Only, yeah, only for a memory, of Come course. Come you, elephant. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why she's my yeah, ex-wife. Anyway, uh, so uh, you're right. Lando's got to have some awareness about him, about this is a team mm. sport. And, yes, he had pace at the end. He absolutely could have passed Danny at will. But the, re- the reality is, is Danny compromised his own race very early on. Um, so I was happy with that and, and a bit annoyed at Lando, but I'm sure he'll come back from that. The other thing, Stevie J, as I look from a... Um, oh, sorry, just qu- quickly going for that. Yep. That um, uh, Gasly yep. finished uh, P5, 4 or 5. Yep. Danny was in front of Gasly wanting to pass Lando and so forth. Gasly and finished P5. Correct. That's the problem. So Danny could have had an absolute ball terror. Yep. And lastly, from a driver's point of view, and I take out the individual. Take out the person who's quite controversial. This porpoising thing is now getting hard to watch. Um, whether it's whether it's the Ferrari with Saints and Leclerc, whether it's the Mercedes, George seems to be handling it sort of okay. But when you watch Lewis going down the straight, that stuff's getting actually hard to watch because if you've never driven a car like this, if you've never driven a race car and, and understand the forces that go through the body – um, I found that actually hard to watch. I found it that I, I, I was finding real empathy because of the pain he must have been feeling. They've got to do something about it because it's kind of like the concussion rule in football or NFL or whatever. If you if the if the if the governing body and the organisers don't do something about this, they're going to have big problems potentially physically down the track, spinal, um, brain, concussion, whatever it may be. But it was. Hard, watching Lewis particularly was hard to watch. Well, watching thought. him on track, the, trying to get the out. Porpoise, porpoising down the, going down the main straight at Baku, which is stupidly fast, 200 mile an hour or whatever it was. Um, and that's what happens when these cars get up and get fast. But there's got to be a reason why. I mean, George's car was doing it, but not as bad as Lewis's. Yeah. So Lewis is running you at know, super, so super low, and that's what happens. So, you know, yes, we agree that there's an issue there, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But you can make the issue less of an issue. 
Yes, you can, and rip performance out of the car. If you raise it up, it won't be as quick yep. because they're a grand effects car. Understand that, but you shouldn't need to be doing that. No, you should to get to get performance out of these cars. And it's not just it's not just Lewis. It's no it's, science. Science is, is, is terrible to be worse as well. Than yeah, I, the the Red Bulls have got it nailed. Regardless, they're no problem at all. Something has to be done because we can't put so, drive. <laughs> the Paul Poising, as Mrs. Yeah. Mac likes to say. But why? But, but why? <laughs> Very good. Why Nancy. do we have to do that? Like, if Red Bull can get it under control, why can't everybody yeah. else? Look, I, look, I totally agree. But um, someone has to do something. Um, Mercedes have to do something. Um, Ferrari have to do something. They got lap pace, but they haven't got engine pace, as half of the Ferrari field blew up. Yep. Um, Alfa Romeo, both Ferraris. Um, I think I saw a funny uh, I saw a funny thing um, on on Twitter where it's like the biggest threat to Charles Leclerc and Ferrari is Charles Leclerc and Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Um, so I, that, that we've got to get that underway, particularly as we're on to Silverstone. Speaking of Silverstone, expecting it to be Nikki Latifi's last race. Um, for Williams and... Silverstone, no, before Silverstone. Uh, sorry, before Silverstone, Canada this weekend, sorry. We've got Canada this coming weekend, which we're expecting to be Nicky Latifi's last race. Uh, we look like Williams is going to punt them. And our boy, Oscar Piastri, firming as favourite to fill the seat. Stevie J, we may see a second Aussie... Finally. ...back in Formula 1. He deserves to be there. He does. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know what's awkward about is- the Nicky Latifi thing? Nikki Latifi's mother is part of the investment group of Doriton, which bought Williams. Mm. Just, just as a side note, how nice was it having an eight thirty p.m. Grand Prix? Can we, can, whoever scheduled that? Can we keep doing that, please? Uh, I was in better sleep by ten thirty. But uh, remember, you can watch the Canadian GP were. live on KO Sports three thirty a.m. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> I was still on my way home from Winton. Oh, hey, speaking of Winton, I thought you were going to say you're on a boat somewhere celebrating the big national no. win. No, speaking no. of Winton, we have to Perez talk. Style. We have to talk about that in just a moment, mm. and we will do that next. But uh, before we get to our break, uh, why don't we hear from the boys in the bush? To the boys from the bush, we're back in town. <laughs> This is horrible. <laughs> Isn't it awful? Oh, great. Yeah. Did, did you feature in that video? Yep. Miming as well? No. Like you just did then in the no. studio? Really? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, I hope not. Chocanantis. You know the words, folks. You know the words. <laughs> Head it off! The same. Nimsy, is that the right? off! Oh, Glenny Seaton. Oh, this, is a, this is not an audio, this is not a visual medium, Nimsy. This is yes, an audio I know. Medium. You've got to watch. <laughs> I'll tell you, your dad did not look happy in that video. <laughs> no, no. Boris in the Bush, look it up, folks. Yes, we'll pop it up on our Facebook page, but yes, you listen to the driver's seat. Oh, We're going to Winton straight after this. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. We are the driver's seat and we do it thanks to Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia. 0433 98 11 16 if you want to get in touch. Keep your text and- messages coming in. Thank you very much. <laughs> so funny. Was that from... Uh, Pete, Pete and Pukakoi, or uh, no, Pete from Papatuto. <laughs> Pete from Papatutos. But um, so now, early bef- before we, um, when we were talking about the Formula One, we mentioned. Uh, well, we played this. 
just an absolute mm. banger. Uh, the, the Formula One theme, and we screamer. Sort of, and yet, you, you put the metaphorical question out there, Maddie. Like, is there like yeah. a better, like you know, theme yeah. in all of sports and whatnot? And uh, look, we we've, we asked people to text in oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Yep. And number ending in seven four four texted in yep. with the UEFA Champions League anthem. And I, I thought I'd dig it up. Go. No, I don't really feel it. Seven four four. Look, look, yeah, it, cut it there, Nimsy. Yeah, cut it look. there. Seven four four. Now let me let me say when you text into SEN, and I think this is the first time you've texted into our show. A little bit like making your debut in cricket or something like that. You want to come in with an effect. You want to come in and have an effect. You want to come in and and and, and knock it straight out of the park. Make your mark as we've seen many of our texters do over the years. I've got to tell you, 744, the UEFA Champions League is not that. You didn't make a mark, Sunshine. That's a shocker. <laughs> yep. Nah, we won't be playing nah. that here again on the driver's seat. However, you may hear, Nimsy, you may hear the F1 theme again because it is outstanding. It's a belter. It yeah, cue it again. I love it. Go again. <laughs> one more time. Go. Just go one more time. Oh, look at that. Stand up and applaud, everyone. Oh, cracker. And you know the guy that was who actually composed that is responsible for many of the much of the music through um, the thing like Thor movies and the Avengers I and did stuff not like know that. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Just a useless bit of tidbit <laughs> information. I can tell you, not a bad effort there. Not a bad mm. effort at all. But yes, keep your texts coming through. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Let's. Uh, do you want to quickly read that text message there, uh, Maddie, that popped in about the F one? Uh, great show again tonight, gents. F1. Surely the bouncing is a duty of due care yeah, as an issue. I think that's what you were saying. A duty, sorry, a duty, a duty of care issue. It certainly is hard to watch. I worry for the long-term health issues. I don't understand how nothing is being done about it. Um, the halo couldn't be ignored due to safety. How can spinal and possible brain injury not be taken seriously? Confuses me. Points, money, more important. Hey, Kimbo from Bayswater, spot diddly on, my friend. Yep. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is getting hard to watch, and, and we won't see the effects of it. You know, by the time we get to Hungary, we'll see the effects of it if this continues in years to come in our drivers. And it does happen to be a duty of care, even though we compete in a sport where you can kill yourself, like, real easy. You yep. don't have to try very hard. Mm-hmm. You can kill yourself real easy. And then that. And then throw in the bouncing where you actually can't see where you're going. Uh, your eyeballs. You know what I mean? You know, it's 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 just, it's not a good situation. Well, Lewis Kimbo. got warned in, mm. I think I was watching practice, practice two maybe, it was free practice two, that his, uh, Bono, his engineer, got on the radio and said, Lewis, we need to watch uh, four wheels over the pit entry, mm. solid pit entry line. And Lewis goes, oh, sorry about that. I couldn't see. Mm. Like, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? That's right. Bad. So it's gotta be, there's got to be something done about it. Um, uh, we're we've talking also... about the, uh, just for those just joining us, we're talking about the porpoising. The... <laughs> 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 Thanks to Flipper for coming in. Appreciate oh, that. Um, it's Skippy now, and we're good. Yeah, you can have to rip up a Skippy hey, now. Skip. <laughs> well, we'll keep that in the in the bank for when we get to Bathurst. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just in case someone decides to drive right through the middle of Skippy. Um, <laughs> what did he say, Nimsy? Uh, uh, he said, "Text him at oh four double three ninety eight eleven eleven sixteen. As a side note. So this is one. Um, oh, also, we were just talking about the V8 supercars theme 
uh, the boys from the bush um, <laughs> online. Mm. And someone texted in from BC. Just watched the whole 1994 video on YouTube, gents. Classic. Actually liked it. Is that sad? It is definitely not <laughs> no, sad, mate. mate. A little not bit, but all. as, as you followed all. up with, it's had 85,000 views online. Yeah, so, so it still might rate. Now, still does rate. Now, we got to get to talking about uh, the goings-on of the weekend. Remember, you can follow us mm. on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Driver's Seat Show. It's the best place to do that. But also, follow the Team Johnson socials as well, because mm. uh, if you want to find out everything that's going on and that stunning Napa Auto Parts Mustang that uh, young Jet Johnson is piloting quite well in the TA2. It's uh, basically the place, the home base to go and check out. But uh, yes, the freezing Winton is where Team Johnson was. And uh, young Jet, he's extended his TA2 muscle car series lead with uh, three out of four race wins. And I've got to say, the second race two, to say it was a little bit chaotic, was, uh, well, it was a bit... It was a bit Matt McKeldin-like. Into the wall for Matt McKeldin. <laughs> <laughs> Not very nice. It was very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the whole ops. <laughs> oh, Mark, Matty White. Welcome. It, uh, it was a very exciting Saturday. There was a lot of panel rubbing up and down uh, the whole of the field, to be fair, and mm. right at the front with Jet, um, but uh, held his own well and... Um, was able to pull off a couple of good little wins down there, which is great. great there, was a, there was a bit of a turnaround in was the end of race two. Maybe? End of race two. Yeah, absolutely. Looks yeah, like he a... got a little bit uh, just, which I loved watching. He'd been roughed up from what I could see just a little bit here and there. Maybe someone tried to drive through his door. And at the moment, there was a moment in time on the final lap headed towards the line, which actually seen quite a few times at Winton. Um, a little bit overlapping and a little bit of, sorry, mate, you've hit me a few times here. And now, whatever move you're going to do, what will be the end of that move will be your responsibility, but I'm not really going to lift all that much. Well, you so know, your call. he's actually a polite kid, and you know he's a polite <laughs> I kid. I totally know it, but you only can take so much. And, yeah, he'd been he'd been hit quite a few times from mm. a particular fella, and um, mm. I think uh, when he finally got hit, which was the, the second or third time in mm. two races, mm. um, on the second last corner of the second race, Jet tried to pass and, and get a, a run out of the last corner, which he did mm-hmm. um, because the other fella went in a little bit too hot mm-hmm. and um, basically had the overlap and the other fella was all sideways coming off the curb and decided not to drive down the straight in a straight line and decided to try to ease his Cover. way to the right mm. while Jet was there. And normally Jet would probably, he did lift, but probably lift more and mm-hmm. move more to the right, which he was in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Um, he decided, no, I'm staying right here. I am allowed to stay here. You are allowed to drive straight in a straight line down the straight. Mm-hmm. And if somebody moves over on you, and there's a, it's, it's, the consequence is up to them. Yes. And that's exactly what happened to him. He moved over on Jet and Jet said, sorry, no. mate. I'm, See you, mate. I'm here. <laughs> this is my part of the track. You've got that other half over there. Yeah. And we're going down to the checkered flag. The funny thing was, if if the other fella just stayed left, yeah, he would have won the race. Yeah, it would have been a drag race, and he would have won. And it. he would have won it. Yeah, um, but he didn't. He kept trying to move over to cover yeah. again, and Jet held his ground, and he ended up into the infield. Gave him a one way pass to the infield. Did um hmm. did very well there. Did young Jet, and that's his first time at Winton too, isn't it? Oh, we did a we did a Hyundai race down there at oh, the yeah. end of twenty nineteen. Oh, believe the, it or not, the enduro. Yeah, the enduro. The enduro. Yes, boy, that yes. was high profile, wasn't it? Yeah, that was huge. Got almost as many uh, hits on Fast Deli as when the three Johnsons drove the supercars. Yeah, yeah exactly. 
Um, so he sort of knew the track, but obviously being there in a Hyundai XL with uh, 86 horsepower, um, <laughs> front wheel drive <laughs> when he was 14 to mm. now when he's 17 driving a 525 <clears throat> horsepower Mustang is a little bit different, but, and the track's changed a bit. We, we know the track's changed. It's There's a different curb on the outside of turn three and turn four now. Yeah, there is. Um, so it is a little bit different, but um, but no, he went he went well and um, very happy with uh, with. The end results for that weekend with a, a sec a pole a second and two firsts oh, and, won, firsts. and won his first round and won the won and his first national championship extends round. his lead in the TA two championship which yep. was awesome yeah um, and a couple of the guys uh, Dylan Thomas Zach Lashelpo who have been around for a very long time um, had she's good, like good tell you what too. yeah they did yeah and, and there is there is championship contenders you know like they're they're yeah. right there with him and not yeah. far away so yeah. but just ripper blokes really good blokes to race against Dylan Thomas. Zach Lascalpo, um, you know, he, he unfortunately had a spin in the last race, but yeah. recovered well. Yeah. Um, but Dylan Thomas came in in the end of the last race, and three out of the five front right wheel studs had snapped off. Oi, 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 he oi. needed oh, to. That's lucky. He needed to go and buy a lotto ticket. Yeah, and that he knows could it. Massive. Absolutely. So wow. very lucky for him, and um, you know, I'm just glad that. Glad that he was able to get that thing to the end, even though he said it had a vibration. He didn't think it was that, <laughs> but um, pretty lucky yeah, that he got to the end with that. That's now, I know, very, very lucky. Now, I know Jet's actually, he's got like a, a sizable buffer between him and Peter, and heading to QR for the next round should be pretty good since he's got a, he's got a fair bit of experience driving around that, being your home track. But it, it's also quick to realize that things can go wrong very quickly too. So, and the good thing with uh, young Jet, he, he's got a pretty good head in his shoulders. He knows that too. Yeah, he has, mate. And, and the the thing with the TA2 championship, though, is he might have a, a sizable lead in, in the regard of, I think it's 50 or 60 points, but it's not that big when you consider it's that for a race win. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So or it's a little bit more mm-hmm. than that for a race win. So uh, if he does, which touch what he doesn't, but all it takes is, is Dylan to finish, Dylan or Zach to finish first, second or third and mm-hmm. jet to DNF that race and they're probably either right on him or in front of him in the championship. So just got to keep finishing the race. He's got to be consistent, finish in the top five every race, um, and we'll see where we are at the end. Do you know what he think he needs? Who's that? Jet. What's that? A teammate. Needs a teammate. Mm. Needs a nice little Kubota car out there mm. with him, you know, just pushing along. Well, it's getting rebuilt, you know. Yeah, like Because I've beaten both Dylan and Zach. I so. In fact, I don't think Zach's ever beaten me. So uh, you know, he needs a teammate. <laughs> needs a teammate there just to yeah, just to help with the championship. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's got sort of a teammate there. We got we got the we got Mark Crutcher there, who's uh, my the big old crutch, teammate, your old teammate, yeah, and he's doing a great job. The unofficial mayor of Young. He's a legend, uh, Mark director Crutcher. of good times and frivolity. <laughs> he's a great bloke. And I can tell you what, he's driving very very well. He finished yes. P four personal yep. best. Yep. On, on in race two, yep. and he was on for a similar result in race three mm. before the same fellow that Jet had an altercation with had an altercation with Mark and put them both out of the race. He makes me – he frustrates me, Mark Crutcher, because he's like he's like a child that you have at home that you get – Aren't we all? You get like straight <laughs> A's in maths yep. or you, you get good solid B's after good hard work and all that kind of stuff, and then you get to geography and you get an E. Uh, so Mark will drive beautifully for two out of the three races or four races, and then he'll just drive himself off the road somewhere, <laughs> which which makes me laugh. But I also feel sorry for him because I just want him to have a good, consistent weekend. But he gets he's got out of the pace. car and he's never cranky. No, no, no. Like, no. He's, a great, he's a ripper bloke. Mark so, Crutcher. 
So, uh, Queen's Crutcher o- Developments, everybody. Crutcher Developments, if you want to. And, young, and, young. and, and uh, young Stars, young uh, Childcare in Young. There you in go. New South Wales. <laughs> um, round four takes place at Queensland Raceway. And August, Bunnings in Young. August, <laughs> August 19th and August 21st <laughs> is when. Sorry, Nimsy. Oh, maybe Crutcher Developments and, could sponsor Jet at some and stage, maybe. Young Car Wash. <laughs> and <laughs> Come on. There's a Criterium Motel, I think, as well. So now you know why he's driving race cars. <laughs> Well, Ex-copper is Mark Crutcher. If you've ever been arrested by Sergeant Crutcher, text in, let us know. <laughs> Keep your text messages coming in. Uh, oh, hey, uh, you know who that was? That was uh, Frank from Fakatani. Uh I believe. <clears throat> I just see his text here. Thank you, Greg. Frank from Fakatani. There you go. I'm just going to let that one sit. <laughs> um, it's <laughs> it's spelt with a PH, my friend. <laughs> You need to calm down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Back with more right after this. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. It's a driver's seat, as always, brought to you by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Let's quickly talk about Le Mans because uh, that's... <laughs> Stop. There's just things going on in the studio. <laughs> I cannot repeat. But Steve knows cracks me up, and he does it before we come back on air. I've got, and I've, it's highly irresponsible. <laughs> right now, for, the, anyway. for those playing at home, I've got like the baby monitor here that I'm just watching. Oh, the my God. Yeah. God. You, can you tell we're going on holidays tomorrow for four days? It's muck-up day here at the driver's seat. Anyway, move um, on. Let's go. Yes, we got to quickly talk about Le Mans. Oh, mate, yes. I was on the hot lap. And he certainly mm. was. This is his. Mm. Now, hey, SVG. He's trying to be do this. Uh, try, let's try that one again, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> and maybe you need a holiday. <laughs> um, so SVG has been trying to do Le Mans for years, hasn't he? But it's always clashed with mm. his other racing commitments. And Uncle Roland, obviously, is going to be like, no, 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 you don't go run around in an LMP car. You've got to be down here in Bear Winton. Mm. <laughs> uh, yes. And so he's finally had the opportunity. He did it in a Ferrari and I think finished fifth in fifth. Class. I was messaging him actually through the weekend. He Pretty said, good. Well, what was he, he, said, he saying? Tell the us. The car was like he said it was an unbelievable experience um, to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, the only way they were going to get a decent result was was people to go out. He says for whatever reason the the balance of performance in the car. He mm-hmm. said he said the car was just slow compared to the leaders of that class. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was there for the experience. So uh, I know that would be eating him up because I know just how much he just desperately wants to win anything he drives, mm. any race he's in. But um, but they finished. I mean, they finished at Le Mans twenty four hour. He finishes his first one, which is which is pretty cool. Some big accidents. Mm. In fact, there was one. There was one sort of gentleman driver who had a an accident in practice two, an accident in practice four. Oh, they didn't let him race. Qualifying, and they went, "See you, mate," and got replaced by an ex Formula One driver, I believe. Uh, and <laughs> how bad is that, Nimsy? You, you, you go your whole life, you know, you're driving an LMP, I think it was an LMP3 car. They're them maybe. little submarine-looking things, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're basically, I'll tell you what, for you, you've got GP2, GP, or GP3, GP2, and Formula One. Mm-hmm. In, in prototype world, you've got LMP3, LMP2, and Formula One. They're basically those types of cars with bodies on them and roofs on them, except they're V8 engined and that sort of stuff. They're not necessarily hybrid, except for the hypercar. LMP1, I think, was called hypercar this year, Steve. Mm -hmm. Um, Toyota won it, of course, with Brendan Hartley from New Zealand. Um, And 
Uh, I tried to watch. It's 24 hours, right? So there's no way Mrs. Mack is going to let me sit on the couch for 24 hours. But the, what I did watch of it, it's a great race. Um, very smart in some of the safety stuff they do, Nimsy, because it's a monster circuit, right? How big is it? How long is it, Steve? Off, oh, off top of your head, it's like it, 16 kilometres or something yeah. like that. So if you have an accident in one one part of it, Nimsy, they have a go slow zone. So rather than oh, what, stop like, the race, it, like like when you see uh, like forty on the on the um, on exactly the right, <laughs> it's yeah. exactly what it is. So you come roaring into a set of corners, and it's like a double yellow go slow zone, and you've got to go to eighty k an hour and hold station, but the race continues on. Mm. So you don't necessarily, and I think there's three sections or three sectors on the circuit. And if there needed to be a safety car, you could actually have a safety car out there as well. So it's a it's an exceptionally well run event. Obviously, huge history. Uh, Maddie Campbell was in there with in the Dempsey Proton Porsche, mm-hmm. uh, the, and with Michael Fassbender, the actor. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think Michael covered himself in too much glory because he had two or three accidents throughout the journey as well. But um, good to have it back. Good to have crowds back, campers back, the whole shoot match. And I tell you what, those hybrid supercar things the 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 top class they are just weapons oh my god oh my god they were crazy they also look like they are like they're not that far off the ground they're like they're i reckon if garth tander got in one of those things he'd be crumpled Mm. up like trying to squeeze him into a matchbox not a lot of room in there you wouldn't get stevie ji in there i shouldn't imagine (laughs) uh into a hypercar or an lmp2 or three maybe an lmp3 alexander wertz is pretty tall and he gets in there yeah Okay, because yeah. a lot of the guys that drive the LMP2 and 3 are just fat old just rich businessmen. Mm. They just need to make them wider for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if <laughs> Much wider. For both of us. Yeah. So um, we, we'd have an LMP2-2 car, mm. maybe. Wouldn't but, be able to pass um, us. True, very true. But um, very cool. Alpine had a team in there, Nimsy as well, um, sister to the Formula 1 team as well. Uh, so Van Gisbergen finished five, uh, P5. He was racing for Riley Motorsports. Um, in his L, I think it was LMGTE Pro GTE, class, thirty yep. second overall in a four eight eight Ferrari, which was pretty cool. Hartley won it; uh, it's his fifth straight. It's Toyota's fifth straight uh, victory, so that was pretty good. Along Sebastian um, Buemi and Rio Hirakawa. So um, there a, you go. As a side note, how does this one compare to the Daytona twenty four hour? Um, I. You don't have – I don't think you have the factory involvement of the hypercar teams in the Daytona. Right. You've got teams like Chip Ganassi Racing and Penske and all those sorts of stuff. So this one is just Corvette. the real the real sort of creme de la creme. Well, I mean, if you think of Ford versus Ferrari movie, the, you know, the, oh, yeah. the, 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 the Le Mans 24 hour has, has a massive history, as does Daytona. But but if you – say if you were a racing driver, Nimsy and Steve, and the racing gods came down and said, okay, what would you rather win? Three wishes, what would you rather win? Would you rather win Daytona or Le Mans? You're going to take Le Mans. Le Mans, 100%. 100%, every single time. So it is one of the most – it's right up there with Monaco Grand Prix, Indy 500, uh, and Le Mans 24-hour, Bathurst maybe. Um, um, It's certainly in the top three or four of global races that if you've got that on your CV, you are a champion. Not bad, not bad at all. And SVG, mm. just another one to tick off the list. In fact, he's going to be in the WRC as well. He is, yeah. Yep. He's, get, um, uh... We'll try to get Dean Herridge on to talk about that because I reckon oh, yes. he'll be turning a lot of heads. That, that'd be great. Mm. Yeah, well, after his success at the ARC, 
He's um he's been jetted in, parachuted in to do WRC. When so. he when he when the only bloke that he can't get in front of is Harry Bates, on his first yeah. go, I think he's not done bad. A eh? pretty pretty well. Not too bad. <laughs> You're going to be tired this weekend, Stevie J. No, I don't reckon he'll be tired. Depending on when he gets back, I think he, first class home. Yeah, he'll be fine. I reckon no problem be. at all. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> we'll wrap up in just a moment here on the driver's seat. But as always, we do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. A couple of loose ends before we wrap up the driver's seat tonight. As always, we thank, do it thanks to the support of Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia together. Big thank you to Craig Lowndes for jumping on board. And a big thank you for everyone for texting in as mm. well. Uh, just any quick little items of business, Matty Mac? Um, just quickly, if you're in the Talem, if you're in the Murray Bridge, South Australia area, and someone offers you a couple of uh, XD and Greens Tough and EB Dick Johnson mirrors, do me a favour, send me a message. Uh, they were stolen from a, a friend of the show's, uh, and I just that's very uncool. They've had them for forty years, and they love them. So uh, just do us a favour. If you do get offered those in the back of a pub, get in touch with me because uh, they've been thieved from a, um, a storage facility, which is just uncool. It's not- just not cool and it's un-Australian. So Dick Johnson mirrors, EB, um, XD, Greens Tough, EBs, all that kind of stuff, XC Cobras. Just if someone offers them to you, get in touch with me, please. Now, in Toowoomba, Stevie J has texted in before we go. He's going to see us all at Queensland Raceway, which is awesome. Thanks, Tommy. We can't wait to see you again. But when will there be new Team Johnson merchandise with the Napa sponsor on it? Plus, will we see the Kubota Mustang at QR? Well, I'd like to know the answer to that too. <laughs> <laughs> to the question of merchandise. Yeah, it's it's uh-huh. not yeah it's not just Tommy and Tom that we'd like to know. Uh, no, one Nimzazora uh, in Melbourne would also like to know. <laughs> hey Nimzy, I'll, I'll look I'll I'll look after you, mate. You do but, enough for me. Uh, but no, honestly, of the the inquiries about um, some Jet Johnson Napa Auto Parts uh, slash Kubota yeah. slash uh, Shell hmm. V Power merchandise <laughs> slash Pertec. <laughs> Slash Herod. Uh, slash Herod. All the slashes. Yeah, yeah. It's a big slash. Um, has, has actually been quite a popular um, question. So, mm. yeah, we are definitely mm. looking into it. We might look at doing a a small run, a, a limited edition, I yeah. guess, run nice. of T-shirts, caps, possibly maybe mm-hmm. like a soft shell jacket or something like that. Yep. Um, just basic for the moment. We just, you know, want a little baby steps for us at the minute. We don't want to go all out blazing, but we'll uh, we'll look at doing something like that. I think by the end of the year. And the Kubota Mustang, mate. I don't know. I look. I doubt it. Um, I've put my entry in for Bathurst uh, in November at the Bathurst International. Um, regardless of whether we, we've got to get it fixed, we've got to keep funding it because we're still trying to fund the the the, the fixed job on it. And once that's done, mate, I need some laps. I need to get some laps behind the wheel. And so my first race back might be my last race uh, at Bathurst, which is uh, in November at the International. Well, so we'll see how we go, Tommy. Either way, brother, I will be there supporting Jet and the uh, Team Johnson crew. Watch this space is the answer. But uh, this has been the driver's seat. As always, thank you to everyone that's messaged in on the, via our Facebook, social media, the text line. We love you. Thank you very much for that. And uh, we'll be back next week. Big thank you to Craig Lance as well. And gentlemen, have fun in Darwin. Thank you, mate. We thank will. Thank you, mate. Yeah, yeah, looking yeah. Forward to, I'm looking uh, forward to having a tan. 
Yeah, I bet Dude, you are. I'll tell you what. We can compare tans, Nimsy, when we get back. For yeah. us to represent the, the good Kubota brand, <laughs> well, it's going to be great. Going on a helicopter pub crawl on Friday, so hopefully we'll see you next week. Should be fun. All right, we'll catch you next week on the driver's seat. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.